This is the podcast that flips the health and wellness industry upside down so you can be your healthiest inside and out. I'm your host, Dr. Neil Smoller, holistic pharmacist and supplement strategist. I'm joined by Mr. Mark DeSico, founder of RTD Fitness. How are you, Marky? I'm doing so good, Neil. I, I was saying, I was watching back the episodes and I got, I got to be a little happier here. I got to <laughs> smile a little bit more. I'm coming off grumpy and a little bit and a little bit angry, like an angry old man. I'm not. I swear I'm not. But the episodes portray me that way. I think it's a reality TV spin that people are putting on the podcast, not how I actually am, Neil. That's what this is. I definitely think that three is the magic number, right? Like yeah. we are one. 100% professionals now. This, yes. this is the greatest podcast that's ever been drafted. I mean, that's what that's what Lindsay said. Uh, she, she was very clear. <laughs> shout She's, out to Lindsay. Shout, Hi, out, Lindsay. shout out to the Coopers. How's, How's it guys? going? How's Hi, it everybody. going out there in Cooperville? Um, yeah. So today's podcast is going to be uh, about the supplement strategy. I feel like it's got to get out of the way because we just are going to, we've alluded to it a billion times yep. and we got to, we kind of trudge through this. There's a lot of information. So this as a part of the holistic standard, this is a major portion. This is a big part of like how we care for ourselves holistically is with a supplement strategy. But let's review. We got here. <laughs> we got here. We built to this, right, Neil? So this we is, didn't just get to supplements because right. you're super clear about this pyramid, this yes. holistic pyramid. We've yeah. been slamming it down people's throats yeah. off the record, on the record, in any kind of record, right? We've yeah. been saying you got to do the five things at the base first, yes. right? So we got to take care of that. So if you haven't looked at that or, to, or listened to any of the other episodes, which you should be, right. you would know that that first le level is the one we want you on first. Then we're going to go up to the supplement strategy, which we're getting to today. Visit wellnessupsidedown.com for all things podcast related. And please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app and even over on YouTube, please. Um, one important thing to do every single episode, if you can take two seconds and give us a five-star review, that would be so awesome. Uh, that helps us get heard. And I think that we're worth it, Mark. We're at least worth four and a half stars mi minimum. <laughs> one of the things that I wanted to start to do because of the grumpiness, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm so grumpy. It's really bad. Like I'm watching it back going, gosh, am I, am I this mean? Am I'm, I'm really not. this guy. I don't think I am. <laughs> I, I agree. I um, One of the things I've always been very cautious of is, is making it sound like I'm beating up on people. I'm not beating up on people. Same. So why are we here? What are we trying to do? And what do you need to know about us if this is the first time you're tuning in? So what we want you to know is we want you to live your healthiest life, period. We're fans of supplements if they're done right. We just don't want you to get lost in all the chaos of the health and wellness industry that they intentionally create. So we're here to help make sure that you don't waste your time, your money, or your energy on the false promises from these billion-dollar industries. So we're here to help on a new, better path to feeling your best. So if we're ranting about something, we're not picking on you because you've tried it. We're beating up on the system, that misinformation, the hype that gets folks with good intentions tripped up. Right. And so and that's the supplement side. I'm here. RTD Fitness, Mark DeSico on the fitness side. Right. Same thing. Same. It's these are parallel problems, Neil. And that's why we're having this discussion. That's why I'm here is or cheesy. We have this problem across the board where fitness is an accessible thing. People don't know how to get to it. I'm using that word, but people don't know how to get to it. Right. People right. don't know how to start. People don't know how to stay consistent. So if you're not consistent and in your approach with your workout, you're not consistent in your approach with your nutrition. You're not consistent with your approach with your supplements. It's all interconnected. And so you can't just do one of these things. And we've been really trying to hammer that point home that this is a multifaceted, holistic approach. Oh, That's look why at he's that. The he used the holistic word. Holistic pharmacist, right? He's got a whole, 
that he's a pharmacy. <laughs> we'll leave that one. So uh, real quick, though, I'm looking at the video of me and I realize that I know that we're professional now because I'm not doing this episode with a fraggle on my shoulder. Oh. Like I had a fuzzball Giant. the size of a tennis ball yep. and I had two people in the room staring at me yep. that still allowed, uh, that to allowed it to happen. Sure so did. unprofessional. So not I, great, I apologize. Not great. We're doing a lot better, though. I feel like we got the angles right. I feel like I'm, I'm interacting yeah. with, the, with the people right. better. Um, my face is less like mean and grumpy. Yeah. This is exciting stuff. You just we, have to smile. We, I just we, this is exciting stuff. Smile, and, yeah. and I'm so excited to be here with you all to take you through this because it's frustrating, I guess, is what Neil and I are kind of trying to get to is to watch people suffer, to watch people struggle with these issues that we feel like we've got a pretty good idea about how to be helpful with. And so I think that's part of where the frustration comes from is if people had better information and better supports in place, which is what we're here to be doing, right? That's the idea. And so we want to be a support for you in this process and give you the missing pieces that you might need to be successful. Perfect. Well, well put, Mr. Mark DeSico. Yeah. You're such a succinct and, you know, like uh, brevity is your, your, your strength. Sometimes. Point. And humility. You're, well, that's by far, you're the most humble person Strug- on the planet. Yeah, not great. <laughs> so, <laughs> so today's episode is the supplement strategy. We're going to review the concept. We're going to talk about the, co- uh, the components of a supplement strategy. And then we're going to give you the tools to build your own supplement strategy without having to find a supplement strategist in your life. All right. So. I think it's very important that whenever we talk about anything that we're going to do in our lives, we start with why, right? Why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. So I always have some really great observations when I, I listen to people interact in a supplement store or I see people online interacting as as we've done the uh, as seen on Reddit stuff, right? We've highlighted a couple of these problems. People shop right? Yep. They suffer from last person syndrome. So if they're in, a, in a, uh, a grocery store line, they hear somebody talking about organic food. Now they're going to be organic despite not knowing anything about it because that's just how human behavior works, right? And one of the biggest things that I think is important to understand is that most of us take supplements and don't know why we're using them. And this is an important thing that I see all the time. When I do supplement strategies for people, I'll say, okay, so just tell me why are you using these? That's the number one (laughs) rule of using anything, a medicine or a supplement, is to know what for. And if somebody doesn't know, the first thing that they default to is general health, okay? Which is cool. Like, I need, I'm taking this to be healthier. That's a good concept. But, you know, in general, with a supplement strategy, we want to make sure that we know exactly what we're doing, uh, uh, what supplement for, and we're uh, we're planning things in a much more um, uh, evidence-based manner. And then general health will improve if we use a proper supplement strategy. So I think it's very important that we understand that these supplements, we're just kind of gobbling them down and we don't really know why. And- well, and I think it goes back to that idea that, you know, somebody told me this was a good idea or I saw this on the news or I saw it on TV or somebody said vitamin C is a good thing, so I'm yeah. adding it. And that's a good one, right? Because you hear that all the time. It's all like, the time. I need more vitamin C. It's like, well, how much do you need? How much do you get? Right. Like it's that inventory stuff we were talking about. How much are you already getting in your body? Right. So like if your supplement strategy is you're taking 5 million percent of something (laughs) because it's in all the different things you're taking. Yeah. You're not going to meet the need. Right. You know, like your general health is going to be confusing because it's going to be like, (laughs) how come you have 7000 percent of vitamin C? Like (laughs) it's too much. Right. I mean, so when when you kind of pick this stuff apart, it it very clearly is like, oh, wow, I'm doing that. You know, and we you know, it's kind of connecting those two dots. Sure. And here's the thing. The industry loves your confusion. They love the fact that you don't have a plan. They're happy when you don't have a plan, right? 
you buy something for ambiguous reasons and then you take it for years without questioning, you know, or like having some measurable benefit, right? You're just taking it because it's general health. They love that, right? But I hate when people waste resources and then they have to like learn that lesson. Like how many times we have to hear the new fad diet, new fad exercise, new fad, like quick fix thing, right? And it, because of the sting in the wallet and my, the real thing, I'm like, I can't believe this industry keeps getting more power and money and respect and trust from people, despite constantly like leading us down these horrible paths. And so that's where I'm coming in from. Like, I just like, you know, we got to rage against this machine a little bit here. This is a bit much. And you've always, and one of the things we keep coming back to is that Americans want to be sold something. I want to be given a, a, a tangible product. I want to, I want to buy something with my money, use my resources. Like you just said, yeah, to better the situation. And so we think it's sort of in this capitalist way, like I can buy my way out of the problem. So like plan of fitness is 10 bucks a month. They don't care if you go. <laughs> they just want your 10 right. bucks. And so that is available to you. It's yeah. something you can spend money on and it's going to make you feel healthier because you paid money for a gym membership. Yeah. And they that psychologically is what they bank on. And so whether you actually follow through or go or know how to use the equipment is less important. And I'm not saying they're they're trying to be mean. They they have they have gyms all over the world, which is yeah. great. And so from a, an accessibility standpoint, you can yeah. get to it pretty quickly. But if you don't know how to access or get to these equipment and you use it in the same way with supplements. If you don't know how to use them, you're just going to be in a situation where you're constantly just throwing good idea after bad. And, and so without checking in like me and my saw Palmetto, we've been talking about, right? Right. I just started doing it. If I didn't talk to Neil about it, I'd still be just doing it without having talked to Neil about it. So like that is where the issue is. And I'm trying to, and I'm trying my very best to be healthy, right? Like I'm not out here trying to be, uh, you know, out on the streets making stuff up. Like I have access to all of these resources and I'm not using them. So how do we help support you to use the resources that are available to you? You know, it's really funny because of the Bitcoin craze. You know, everybody talks about how what Bitcoin was selling was hopium. (laughs) (laughs) You get addicted to hopium. And and that's really what the supplement industry is doing too, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what these people, it's aspirational stuff, right? right? We buy things based on how we're feeling, like you say. And supplements can make you feel better. I love them, right? They they help out. They can deliver. I just don't want you to be a hopium addict. (laughs) That's perfect. (laughs) So there's no hype. You can use supplements. You know, you were just talking about the gym my favorite subreddit now is muscle confusion people that go to the gym and like do all these to confuse their muscle no no it's like it's just ridiculous exercise like they're flying in the air oh sure the machines falling like the like flapping ones and the ones where they sort of like dangle themselves and they're doing like this batman sort of waving their arms in the (laughs) air like they're flying i'm like give me all of that i'm here for all of it and some of it actually could be effective some of it i watch and i go that might actually work (laughs) it's not not what i would do put your butt in the seat yeah like if you could full wrap like you could you might actually be able to pull something off of this here. <laughs> so the last part of why is because I'm a pharmacist, right? And a pharmacist's job is to determine whether a, a therapy is appropriate. That's what we do. And appropriate in our world means that we're using the lowest effective dose of the best possible option for a very good reason. That's probably the easiest way to simplify it. And unfortunately, a lot of people don't know that that's what pharmacists do. That's what we're trained to do. That's why I can call myself Dr. Neil is because we have doctorate degrees that are specialized in this therapeutics and I, the idea of managing people's therapies, all of them. Um, and unfortunately, like people have crappy relationships with their pharmacists, which I don't blame you because most of these pharmacists that are like overworked in these chains end up acting like vomits when you go in there and you don't want to interact with them at all. But in some situations, you might have that gem of a pharmacist that really takes the time to explain stuff to you. 
So and we can call you Dr. Neil because you are a doctor. Like so we're going to we have a whole episode coming on sort of the, the <laughs> takes that people have on you yeah. and sort of your doctorness. But yeah. like we call you Dr. Neil Smoller because you're an actual doctor. So not because <laughs> like I'm like, you know, uh, Uncle Mark. It's like, yeah, well, yeah. I could be somebody's uncle, but you're actually a doctor. You're so a, we, we want to be really clear about that. You're a monkey's uncle. Mark. Right. Like you're and that's fine. <laughs> like I can put any title I want. Like yeah. I am the founder of RTD Fitness. That's true because yes. I founded RTD Fitness. He's Dr. Neil Smoller because he's Dr. Neil <laughs> smaller. So there's a lot of, and I think because of this idea that there's like this commercialization, I've been thinking a lot about this for the podcast that there's this idea that it, and we've talked about this, this traditional medicine versus holistic versus wellness, this like battle across the board and, and everybody's kind of waging it. And I, and I think the piece for me is there's this battle, right? But there's also people trying to do it the right way. And I think in lost in that is Mm -hmm. like, we're here kind of saying like, listen, we're, we're trying to give you the honest spiel. We're trying to give you the real deal here. We're trying to give you practical ways to get through this. There are other people doing that too. And so we talk about the charlatans. We talk about the people who aren't trying to do it right. But like most people are trying to do this the right way. They just have a lot of misinformation. And so you grab a supplement because it makes you feel better. So you're going to keep using the supplement. There might be good science behind using less of that or different of that. And that's what Neil's here to kind of navigate with you. Yeah. You are much more positive today. I really appreciate that. I feel so much more positive. I'm trying because I watched it back and I'm like, people aren't going to like me on this podcast. (laughs) Like they're going to be like, why is Mark such a jerk? Like that Neil guy's like bright and bubbly and Mark's just sitting there like mad sitting at the computer. I don't want to be that Mark's guy. Mark's got self-esteem issues today. Can everybody guy. write in and say how great of a guy not, Mike, It's not Mark about is. being great. It's not, I literally was like, I'm coming across very differently than I'd like to. Like, this is not me at all. Like, I come across an angry guy, and I'm, uh, I swear I'm not. I think it's just, like, shaking out the first few episodes. It's actually kind of interesting. Like, we can kind of talk about this. The, doing a podcast, they say, you know, uh, what is your podcast going to be? And everybody, the advice everybody gives is, it doesn't matter because it's going to take about 30 episodes for you to figure out who you guys really are, who you really are. So the fact that we got it done in three, you know, yeah, that, that's listen, a lot. We're way ahead of schedule. We're, this, we're top 10% of humans <laughs> is, what, is what we are. All right. So let's talk about this idea. So we know why we need to be more strategic. The industry sucks. Pharmacists are, have this great brain that can help out. And like, there's a lot of like interesting observations we've beaten to death here on the podcast so far. Right. So now let's talk about what an overview is doing. So when we talk about a supplement strategy, we of course are talking about buying quality things and having to think about quality supplements. But that in of itself is a whole nother conversation that we're going to talk about a whole, you know, a bunch, but like not today because it's just too much. So really what I want when we talk about a supplement strategy, we're talking about optimizing our supplement use. That's with the value. And that's a big thing for me, making sure that we're not getting ripped off the effect or the benefit of the supplement. And then the efficiency, less is more, right? So th- that's how we're optimizing our supplements. So again, if you have a strategy, you're probably not going to be wasting money. And that's something that you can kind of take comfort in. From an effect standpoint, um, you know, it, the thing that I always like people to know whenever we start a supplement that we have to manage our expectations. So we have expect- we have the hopium that we're addicted to. This is going to make me healthier, but we're really not like measuring that or like understanding, is this thing actually helping me? Right. So how much of what thing do I have to take for how long before I'll notice anything? 
One really interesting thing, we had opened a, a supplement only store. It was the Village Vitality store. And, it, you know, we found that people fell off after the first month. Like they didn't really call us back. And then what we started doing was we a week later, we would just check in with our new customers and say, how's it going? And we noticed that they had a lot of questions and they said, well, this doesn't make me feel better. So I'm just going to stop it. Now, this is just two weeks into taking right. a supplement, right? Yep. It's I, There's actually a great meme I just saw. It's a little fat baby mm-hmm. looking at their gut, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and it says me after I've done two sit-ups, you know, sure. like just checking it just out. Just checking it out. It's all there. <laughs> and that's, it's, it is that same parallel. It's like, it's like, well, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not 200 pounds now uh, from 400. So I'm mm-hmm. going to stop working out. And it's like, and that's an easy mindset. It's like, well, yeah. I haven't lost 10 pounds this week. Is that a realistic, ex- like, right. what's your expectation level? And, and let's, let's level set because if you're coming at this from, I'm going to feel better the second Neil gives me this supplement, or I'm going to feel better the second Mark shows me how to do this, you know, uh, push up the right way. Right. Is, is that the goal? And and if that is your goal, like we're here to tell you, you know, that's not going to be the most effective way to do this. And you're going to, and you're going to find that you're not going to reach those ultimate goals. So that kind of why stuff, right? Why'd you start yeah. becomes important here because it's going to keep you on the path. If you're not clear about that. Yeah. We're going to have problems. Of course we, we, uh, there's actually a really great analogy. Um, menopausal women, right? And so that's me, you, right? me uh-huh. young 20 year old, no, yeah. I'm not, I'm uh-huh. not the menopausal woman, but uh-huh. I'm a 25 year old pharmacist that, that does uh, hormone counseling for postmenopausal women. So like the, right there, scene right there, sign me up. <laughs> I want all the YouTube. I'm subscribing to every YouTube that has you talking as a 25 year old man about vagina, 25 year old white Neil, <laughs> Dr. White Neil standing here talking to menopausal yeah. women. So count me. <laughs> the one thing that I could help out the most is managing expectations. Uh, Suzanne Summers, Oprah Winfrey was sure. on TV saying, I put this dab of a cream on me and now I'm a whole new woman. Mm. And so having to manage expectations, listen, if you take the hormones and it makes you feel better inside of 90 days, you're taking drugs. There's something wrong. You're probably yeah. on drugs, yeah, which we can, it's fine if that's what you want to do, but let's just call it that. <laughs> <laughs> let's, just say, let's just say you're taking a list of drugs. Right. So managing expectations <laughs> is very important. So here's another piece to like why we want a, a, a supplement strategy from the effect standpoint, right? So I'm taking something for, let's say heart health, right? Before I add something else, have I taken enough of that original thing that I'm currently using, right? I see this a lot with uh, mental health stuff. There'll be uh, practitioners that'll put somebody on a medication and won't optimize it. And then they'll just add another one. And sometimes that makes sense. Sometimes it doesn't. But if we're out here just do it willy nilly doing it, that doesn't make sense at all. Right. And, and so psychiatry th- meds are a lot of hit and miss. There's a lot of trial yeah. and error. And so for, yeah. for it to be effective, you know, the, the cocktail, the mix, you know, and, and I, I, I'm speaking from just experience in, in, life and not, mm-hmm. you know, as a person who's taking them myself, mm-hmm. it's, it, there's a lot that happens in that interaction. And yeah. so to have a professional you can go to yeah. who can look at that as a because a psychiatrist is going to really stay focused on sort of the psychiatric medication piece for someone to look at the total person, the holistic person, yeah. you're going to want somebody with some more general pharmacy knowledge, which is going to be your local pharmacist. Right. And then the other thing that I want to talk about along the same line. So like, should I add something yet? Does it make sense? But on the opposite side, this is something I hear a lot, which is I feel better now. Can I stop? Right. <laughs> so like we get somebody on this great regimen, supplement strategies all built and they're, they're moving ahead 12 weeks later, they get their blood work and wow, their cholesterol is going down or wow, their numbers rise. Okay. So can I stop taking this now? Yeah. And so it, it's really common and it goes back to that appropriate finding the lowest effective dose. And we have to kind of fight those, uh, those, uh, I guess like, um, I thoughts like the things that are kind of creeping into our head about, um, the 
how these supplements work and like what our expectations are. And, right? and what I was thinking around this, Neil, is it's it's a very similar process to like this weight loss process that I've been in, which is getting to, getting to something, getting to a goal, and then having to maintain that goal is very yeah, different. Two different so, things. So getting exactly. to getting to mm-hmm. a goal requires a lot of work. It requires a lot of effort. I physically have to do things. And, and that takes time, energy, emotional energy, psychiatric. Like, I got to get myself hyped up for this. So psychologically, I got to get into it. Yeah. Then I get to where I want to be. I'm feeling better, right? Now I have to maintain that. Well, maintenance looks very different. Maintenance is not the same thing as, right. as goal orientation. It's That's not right. the same. And so shifting my mindset is mm-hmm. going to be huge here. And we're talking a lot about mindset on this. And we're not we're not going to give away the whole farm here. This is not yeah. the, the the full mindset episode. But that's going to be huge here. Changing the way you think about your body, about yourself in this process has to evolve because you're not the same person that came to Neil looking for the supplements. You're down the line six months where all your blood work makes sense. That was the goal. So now that you're at the goal, how do we maintain? How do we maintain? You know, it's kind of interesting when you're saying that the, you know, a strategy, like a supplement strategy kind of has those components built into it. You know, I have, uh, it's not just patients that are listening to this or potential customers or just regular people. It's like my pharmacy nerds. They're listening to it too. And I, I teach entrepreneurship to these folks. And, you know, so you can have a single store and your strategy could be to maximize the profit per square foot, which is a common kind of strategy, but then it could change. And you could say, you know what? I want to now have a franchise that just takes over the world. Those are two different strategies. And so your strategy certainly can change, but having one is very important to us. And, and it matters where you're going. Of so if, if your plan is just to <laughs> maximize square footage, then yeah. maximize square footage. If your plan is to take over the world, that's a very different approach. So if your plan is to lose 200 pounds, that's a very different approach than the guy who's trying to lose 10. And so, you know, we'll approach those things very differently. So optimizing supplement use is, is, is kind of like what we're doing, value, effect. And the last one is efficiency. So if you remember, uh, it puts the simple in the smart, simple, and strategic you know, mechanism of handling our supplements. And so we, I want people to take fewer supplements if they use them. And that should be reflex. Instead of adding and piling on more for whatever reason, we don't really know why, it's really about how do I ha- make sure I'm taking the fewest possible. And Neil's again going to say I'm magnanimous and I'm just being nice to him, but Mm -hmm. a supplement guy whose job is to sell you supplements, who's saying, I want you to have less supplements. If that doesn't build integrity. That's why I suck at business and I shouldn't be teaching. But it's integrity, which is what it boils down to. And that's what people (laughs) are looking for. People are tuning in because they don't, they want to cut through the noise. They want to cut through the chaos. And they've, they've picked up this podcast because they're like, what are these two clowns talking about? That's going to help me. And so, and so that's why we're here, right? Is to like cut through that and say, if you're taking 57 supplements, that's probably too many. Right. Right. And so, you know, I, I don't know the exact number and I'm not the pharmacist here. We have a pharmacist and Dr. Neil Smoller's that guy. And so that's what we're trying to get you to folks. So we could stop here. We could say, listen, look at your supplements, optimize them for value, for uh, effect and efficiency. And you'd be 10 times better off than most people. Right. Um, But we need to talk about the most important part of it, which is the prioritization. And that's where the strategy comes in. What do we use when? And in general, here's my kind of tiering. You go for the biggest need first. So what's missing the most from your world? And right? what tends to be the most usually, Neil? So it's omega-3 is the big that's one. That's the big one. Yeah, that's, that's the one I'm seeing is because it has such a profound impact on inflammation and inflammation pathways in the body, but it's really hard to eat like six ounces of salmon every day. So much salmon. Yeah. I mean, I've had folks that like, I eat two cans of sardines every day. Okay, beautiful. That's gross. Oh. 
Put your mask back on, yeah, sir. Put your mask You're on. This isn't children. about COVID. Your mask yeah. needs to go on. That's disgusting. <laughs> but technically, you know, the, the true answer is the vital five. Those are right. the things that are missing the most. Um, so but of the vital five, even omega three, omega three is the one that there is a reason that I say the uh, vital five in the order that I say it. Yeah, well, that's because, important. Uh, I mean, we're trying yeah, to establish yeah. this here, folks. This is <laughs> the thing that you're missing, right? You're listening to this. Neil's telling you, go get some omega three right. in the right amount. Yeah. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> that's the best joke. Ever. It's just perfect. Yeah. So anyway. So the second thing that we want to do is the most personal impact. It doesn't make sense for you to do something if it's not really going to help you the most, right? But some people will skip that step, right? And then again, we want to prioritize towards things that have the most evidence and we're squashing the hopium. I hope that I take this and it's going to help out. Well, we have evidence that it actually will. If you were to take it, it's going to do something. All right. So that's important prioritization. So, and as Mark uh, you know, highlighted before, it starts with lifestyle. So none of the supplement conversations happen without understanding the impact of lifestyle um, choices. So we are supplementing those healthy choices. That's what a supplement is. And so that's where we need to be. All right. So here is the supplement strategy. This is how you do it. This is how we do it. <laughs> One, the vital five, right? Two, supplements that are used for an immediate personal health concern. And three, any supplement you want because you're an adult. Very simple. Wow. One, two, three. So, so at the end of it, I can just do whatever I want? Yeah. If you do oh, the vital man. five. Oh, man. I you thought can, you were going to tell me I, I had to follow your rules exactly. Now no. I get to do whatever. Well, you if can I could do, do whatever I want. Literally do whatever you want. Oh, this yeah. is America. You know, oh, man. Yeah. So, you know, it's really just up to you. So I think this is a good place to break. We've had uh, 25 minutes into the conversation already. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about the vital five, which is a, a big conversation uh, in and of itself. So let's take a break. We'll be right back. Mark, I think we really can't talk about RTD Fitness without talking about your story and how you got to this point. Absolutely. You've been overweight almost your whole life. True. Morbidly obese for what? 20 years? At least. How much did you weigh? So I was uh, I was 420 pounds the end of uh, 2019. So And now I'm down to a little less than 200 pounds. Wow. And you've had gastric bypass to assist with this, right? But in order to just be eligible for that, you had to start losing weight and moving, right? Yeah. You have to lose 10% of your body weight. And so I'll tell that story. But right now, for me, it's it's what's what does someone do when you're embarrassed to go to the gym? You don't know what you're doing. You're totally out of shape. You have a limited range of motion. I could not do any of the exercises that I saw people at the gym doing. And you got into this particular type of yoga, right? Absolutely. DDP yoga. It's the DDPY app. It has all of the exercises on it. And I was able to do it from the comfort of my home at on my schedule. That's pretty awesome. So essentially, like you want to now pay it forward and give this gift to other people. That's exactly it. This is RTD Fitness. It's an online yoga fitness stretching community, and it definitively works, Neil. We can talk about, oh, this thing works, but really what you're giving people isn't just stretching and yoga, like insight to what you need to mentally get through this whole thing. And someone that they can really talk to that understands what they're going through. It's so much easier when you've been through it to be able to explain all of the hurdles and all of the the trials and tribulations it takes on the path to get there. And so I'm just so excited to pay this forward, Neil. RTD Fitness, you can search us on Facebook, RTD Fitness. Okay, so we're back. We're refreshed. Now let's talk about the vital five. So as a reminder, the vital five are the five nutrients almost everyone would benefit from. 
they have the most impact on the long-term health of multiple body systems. And they have the most scientific backing of all supplements and are missing from even the best diets. Nutrients. You notice I said nutrients. I heard heard that. You did not say supplement. You said nutrients. I intentionally do that, of course, Mm. because I don't want people to think that supplements are the answer. These are our nutrients. These are things that we should be getting in our diet that are challenging. But if we do get them at the target levels, they're going to have such a profound health impact on our entire day. So these are omega-3, probiotics, bone support supplements. Uh, That's the category. Uh, Calcium and vitamin D are the big ones, but there's others. Protein. And again, collagen is my favorite right now and multivitamins. Okay. And so this is the, the, this is true for omnisaurs, uh, planosaurus rexes, mm-hmm. all of the people, uh, with all the diets. These are essential nutrients. The sources, of course, change, but it's important that we consider these things. So we'll pause here. Everyone thinks that they get enough of what they need from their diet. And yep. the reality is you don't. So, yes. I, again, I don't want to be grumpy Gus here because yeah. I, I, I feel like that's my role sometimes. Or a negative Neely. I don't want to be a negative Neely either. But mm-hmm. but if you think you're getting these, the science doesn't really back that up. So we're all about sort of what's the facts here and yeah. what's your opinion? Your the reality. Opinion, I mean, yeah. I have conversations daily, you know, mm-hmm. like – 10 to 15 times a day about people's diets, right? right. Um, like casual conversations. And we will always say, well, how much protein? Do you? And no, nobody is getting nearly enough of these things. It's very clear. And, and you know, even know how much they're getting, right? right? So I know exactly or pretty close to the amount of protein that I'm going to get in a day because I yeah. have I have very regimented scheduling and very regimented meals for myself. That's yeah. how I roll. I, I can tell you at the end of the day that I've got a certain range of protein, a certain range of, of carbohydrates, a certain range of healthy fats. That is not something I came to just by osmosis. I didn't I didn't guess at it. This is all strategic. And in, in the same way we're talking strategic supplement strategy, that we're focusing on the supplement that best meets the need, I'm focusing on nutrition that best meets my body's needs. If you're not yeah. doing both of those things, the supplement's got nothing to grab onto, right? We, oh, we yeah. talked about how the supplement kind of like, they, they bind some of these things to the supplements so that they work for your body. The supplement's not going to bind to your body if it's not a healthy body to get, to get into, right? And so if you're not making it the most healthy that it can be, which is what we're trying to say with this base level, yeah. if you're not doing that base level work on that pyramid, you're not going to move up to the supplement and have any success. So you can have a terrible baseline where you're not doing any of those things and then try to throw supplements at it and you're still going to feel terrible. So if you are to supplement, these are the supplements that have to be considered and optimized first, period. So Vital 5 is going to be a frequent conversation and we're probably going to have, you know, a whole show where we talk about all of them. Um, So I don't want to spend a lot of time beating up the Vital 5 and like how do you optimize and stuff like that. It's more just like you need the Vital 5, right? Um, We're going to focus more on the bigger strategy. Now, one of the things I've always said, especially like in, you know, supplement school when I'm teaching these practitioners how to do this, you can make it a Vital 4. You can say it's Mark's Vital 2. I don't really care as long as we're using some sort of evidence-based criteria. So if you can build something that says this is the evidence that says these are the most important things, I'm totally okay with it. We could drop multivitamins. We could say, bone support doesn't work anymore. It's really more about the model, the idea that we we are choosing which nutrients are the most crucial for most people. That's really what I'm, I'm talking about. And the most evidence-based, the most profound effect on the most systems. That's what the Vital Five is telling us. And there's no downside. 
right? So the other piece of this vital five is yeah. you can you can max out on all of these and feel great. Like it's it's not going to be where you say, oh, Neil gave me too much omega three, and now yeah. I feel gross. Like yeah. that's not a thing. And so uh, that's hopeful in terms of like when you're trying this stuff out and you're just listening to us now and you haven't gotten to the episode where we get deep into the, the vital five. If you're just supplementing with those now, according to Neil, mm-hmm. that's going to make most benefit for most people listening. That's and, right. You know, that's a big deal. Big time. And, you know, the, again, we're not going to talk about the, the specifics. It's more the generalities here. And I really find that Vital 5 conversations are very enlightening, okay? Um, because it's the first time that we're really stressing the real dietary gaps. We hear people all the time say, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know if I'm deficient in. Well, here's the Vital 5, and these are showing what people are almost usually always deficient Deficient in you're deficient in it we're telling you now you are right without going to the doctor you are (laughs) this is also the first time that we're talking about evidence and science with supplements for some people which is kind of scary but it is true this is you know like linking those two things together is a very important part of supplement usage oh actually there's doses that i need to hit there's you know i'm not absorbing it those are the, the those conversations and then this is the first time that people will really see the gap between the academic discussion and the products that we buy, right? And so let's talk about that gap. That's the one that I help people with. That's what I'm here for. Fish oil is good, except I'm buying a fish oil product that doesn't help me, right? Mm-hmm. And so we have to kind of bridge that conversation. When you read a blog article that says turmeric is for inflammation, you really have to kind of understand what the gap is between that ass- assertion and the the turmeric that you can buy on the shelf or buy online from some, like, you know, guru. And and that's like, you know, what's the dosage? What's the amount? What's the quality? Right. Yeah. And so it's like somebody says, you know, turmeric, how much, what kind, who makes right. it? No, none of that's there. So you're just going to go, oh, well, I'll just go buy a bunch of turmeric from, uh, from a guy in the corner. Right. Like that's, that's not going to work. Yeah. So people, the, the other piece to that, Mark, is like people may be on Vital 5 supplements, but they're getting the wrong dose, mm-hmm. right? Too much, too little, or they're getting the wrong form. So they're not absorbing it. Right. And then there's going to be quality problems, all that stuff you just touched on. So, and it highlights that we don't always have all the information. And that's the underlying sentence for this thing. We don't have the information. The way that we get information, the way that information is provided to us is intentionally misleading and intentionally has huge leaps in logic and hypocrisies in it. And that's what we need to kind of shore up here. The other thing that's really enlightening about Vital 5 is that uh, it usually it usually makes people with issues feel better, like pretty quickly, you know, they're vital nutrients, right? They're things that are missing. And this is where the aha moment comes in. Wow. Supplements actually can work. Wow. And that is not just for patients. It's for practitioners too. So a lot of practice, you know, we were taught in pharmacy school. Uh, this is my, the extent of my supplement education. Vitamins are to sell, not to take. I swear to God, some old pharmacist guy told us that. that. He looked like Yoda and like, he hardcore. was like your old practitioner. Sure. And so as I heard that and like then, you know, you try to get information through your, you know, you know, clinicals essentially. And, and like you're trying to, you know, hear from other pharmacists. So, you know, we're standing in a, a store that has four aisles of vitamins. And are these important? No, should, are these should we be using these? No. Idea. Why are they here? Nobody has any idea. So, Weird. so if you do a strategy, especially a vital five based strategy, you can really sh- see that impact. And that's really what kind of like turned things around for me and said, wow, OK, there is something here. 
And then the other thing is it shows us the dirty tricks that the industry plays on us. That's why the Vital 5 is cool, because then I can say, okay, Omega-3, that's the fairy dusting, right? That's where they just sprinkle a little bit of, of, of dose into a thing, and then they can put Omega-3 on the label. Meanwhile, you're not getting the dose you need, right? Mm. Or like protein, you know, uh, oh, you know, my protein is the, you know, all natural. But meanwhile, like it's, it's completely not natural. It's just a bunch of isolated amino acids, and it hasn't been protein in years, right? And so that's transparency. So there's a, a, a complete lack of transparency. You don't know what's in that bottle, right? And and people say protein in a general way. And there's mm-hmm. so many, and you know this, Neil, but mm-hmm. there's so many different versions of protein that you can get. Yeah. And, and all of them have different ways in which they interact with your body. And I'm saying that in a very general way because I, I don't want to get into the specifics. Again, I'm not a nutritionist. I'm here to talk to you about fitness. But mm-hmm. you can't have that discussion without being honest about how the different proteins interact. So some proteins are going to build the way you want them to, and some of them aren't going to absorb and work the way that you think they will. And so again, you're taking something that you think is going to lead to an outcome that you're not going to get. And you don't know that unless you talk about, you know, a casein protein versus, you know, any other different kind of a protein protein from that you get from steak is going to be different than the protein you get out of a bottle. And so having those discussions about why one would be different or better in a certain situation is something that you need. Absolutely. And if you don't know that you're, you're going under the impression that you're doing something right for your body and you might not actually be doing that. So let's talk about some practical application of this. And so the Vital 5 supplement strategy in one kind of little example. And we're going to talk about joint pain, uh, not Snoop Dogg joint pain, not Woodstock well, he's, he's joint pain. He's got no pain. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> he's got no pain. His joints are working great. I saw him uh, the Up in Smoke tour <laughs> back sure, in 1999 sure. or whatever. Yeah, he, It was like 40 blunts that guy smoked. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got a thing. professional blunt roller. That's his, it's it's the guy's job. He's obscene. got him on payroll. Yeah. But anyway, so when people come in and they say, I've got joint pain, the first thing they do is they jump to glucosamine. Glucosamine is Mm. a common joint supplement, and that's what they jump to. But again, the supplement strategy, that has, you know, as evidence, but it has the greatest amount of evidence. So let's take a step back and let's look at the Vital 5 first and foremost. Well, high-dose omega-3 has benefit for joint pain and all the other health systems, brain health, eye health, heart health, right? Collagen peptides. Great uh, information, especially in athletic joint pain, right? So in improving your uh, collagen intake or your protein intake in general is a vital nutrient because it's going to help out all sorts of other things, hair, skin, and nails, just general health <laughs> overall. Um, but making sure that you're hitting your protein goals and you're, you're properly nourished will also help your joint pain. It'll support the muscles around the joint, right? And then once we've optimized those and you still have joint pain, Well, you know, we're not losing anything because we're getting all the benefits from getting those crucial nutrients that clearly you were missing. Now we can jump to glucosamine if we want to. And and I'm an anecdote guy. I drop anecdotes Mm -hmm. as part of the podcast. I'm going to drop one now. Uh, I'm an anecdote, uh, anecdote fiend uh, Mm -hmm. with the hopium, right? If it's, if it's with the discussion, (laughs) Um, but my own body, right? So in this process of going from 420 pounds to 200 ish pounds at this point, I have actually grown back hair on my legs. I've, I've, my body has started to heal. Yeah, he's in, a, a silverback. Gorilla. Well, it's 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 weird because like the side of my calf, there was like no hair there, and I just thought it was like maybe rubbing against my jeans or my pants or something or whatever. Yeah, that that area now has grown back hair, and and so part of that is is my body naturally healing itself. Like my body was kind of shutting down t- towards death, which is not. <laughs> and I'm not saying that like in a, to, for the joke aspect. Yeah, but like I think it's like hilarious. My my physical body was like preparing itself at 420 pounds for what I. 
I was setting up for it, right? Like yeah. I was giving my body the signals yeah. that it needed to stop and yeah. not work anymore. And so now the things that I give to my body feed my body in a way that's actually nourishing my body. And so I've noticed the build back better yeah. of my body, which <laughs> is, you know, uh, thanks Obama. But that's, that is how I'm in this place now where I, I, that when you talk about the physical benefits of this stuff, yeah, the, the, there's no downside in cleaning up that nutrition and the vital five because yeah. you're going to get closer to where you want to be from a health standpoint. Then you want to fine tune on other stuff. You'll have a better idea what that base is. That's why we're really focusing on getting that baseline making sense. So you start with the vital five and again, shameless plug. That's where, you know, when it comes to building a supplement strategies a lot to like throw all your supplements down and like go crazy. I like change to happen in, in small steps. So we do vital five checkups. So you can call us, we can look at all of your supplements, bin them into vital five and not vital five, and then make sure that your vital five is optimized. So there's no pressure to buy. I don't really need to sell you supplements. I just want to make sure that you have this advice. So, uh, but you can also do this yourself um, on my blog, the Dr. Neil dot co blog. Um, there is tons of stuff about vital five. So we start with vital five. So now the second step, once we've optimized our vital five, we want to keep using supplements. Well, it only makes sense in this next tier of the supplement strategy to, to use supplements for an immediate health concern. So what the heck does that mean, Mr. Mark DeSico? I, uh, what do I know? <laughs> it means I have allergies. I have GI problems. I have macular degeneration. I have punky feet, right? All oh. of those things. I've got a problem that I need to solve. And in pharmacy, this is going back to that idea of like how a pharmacist works in 2022, right? We identify all the diseases, health concerns that a patient would have. And then we make sure, hey, are all of these things addressed? And so, you know, if you have a diagnosis of heart failure, not on Lasix, that might be a bit of a problem, right? So that's a, a medical example of why we would want to know what are your conditions and are you addressing them? This isn't the idea of like, we need to give you drugs or supplements for every little ailment just to say that we've done that. But we're saying, is it appropriate to have something there? Right. So this is the sup, the pharmacist brain in the supplement game. Right. And I, this is, I believe this is the next half of my uh, career by the way, is to to convince pharmacists that they're the best people to lead true holistic care. I don't agree. I think the guy at GNC <laughs> who just started yesterday, who oh, um, is pushing, uh, get me started. pushing vitamins <laughs> off the shelf. I yeah. think that guy, the Plenty guy of selling, talented the people over there, the guy selling pre-workout at GNC, your local GNC, he is going to know much more about your nutritional needs and and pharmaceuticals. Than, than Dr. Neil. He's barely even, I think we established at the beginning, he's barely a doctor, right? Yeah, we, I think I'm we're not. very clear about that. Yeah. We can call him doctor, right? Yeah. But we, we know, we mm -hmm. know, guys. We he know. had a fuzzball on his shoulder. He had a fuzzball on the whole time. Episode. I mean, what kind of podcast integrity is that? None. No, it's Zero. just because the video thing is so new to me right is. now. That's what it is. So it makes way more sense to prioritize towards supplements for problems that you're dealing with than to take some random thing for general health. I think that's just a common sense approach, right? I saw a doctor and they said, you know, fiber. Right. And so I don't have any GI problems and I eat a wicker laundry basket every other day, mm -hmm. but I think I should try it. Well, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Right. right. You don't have a need. There's no reason for you to do that. You shouldn't be eating colon blow. <laughs> Colon blow. <laughs> I just threw up. <laughs> we should we should definitely play the uh, the colon blow commercial at uh, forty two minutes. <laughs> colon blow. Oh my god, you that's a the, mess. It's the SNL. Colon uh, blow. Come on, uh, ultra colon blow, right? So this is also a reminder of the wellness pyramid because when we're talking about managing immediate problems, it it should be done holistically. I have allergies. Let's 
treat them holistically, considering all the variables, the each of the individual parts are as important to the whole as, you know, the whole giggity. And so we do lifestyle first. And then so if, if you do this, you're optimizing your vital five, you'll notice that just by doing the vital five and doing those lifestyle things, most problems are going to disappear already. So you might not even need that joint health supplement, right? And nobody wants to hear that, Neil. And I know that I keep saying <laughs> nobody wants to hear things and that I look like the grumpy Gus that I've been mm-hmm. trying to not be this episode. I'm really working hard on, on, on it's being not a likable guy. It's not that we don't want to hear it. It's yeah. that it's that we've been so trained You're right. for so many years to think a certain way. That's right. And now we're trying to break the system. We want to yeah. crush it. Like, and that's really important. People need to know that, yes, our, our natural reactions are to run to somebody gets diagnosed with cancer. Yeah. That person becomes the healthiest person I've ever met in my life. They're, ever. They're juicing and smoothies yep. and, and vitamins up the, 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 the change needed to happen long ago. Now it is very important to support your body when you're going through cancer diagnosis mm-hmm. and radiation and you know, all of that stuff that makes a lot of sense. But you know, we, we are trained to have that reflex and that's a dramatic example of that. All right. So, you know, the, this part of the supplement strategy also talks about the quality of evidence, right? So let's go back to Snoop Dogg and our joint pain. Mm -hmm. So, you know, somebody has joint pain, they're optimizing their vital five. Now they want something else. Well, you know, hyaluronic acid is a joint health supplement too. It's not vital five, but I wouldn't use it right away. I would use it after I use glucosamine because glucosamine has better chance of working. It has more data, right? So um, I would use glucosamine first, optimize that, give that, you know, manage our expectations, know how long we're supposed to be using it for. And if it doesn't do anything, we're going to dump it. And then we're going to move on to the next thing that may have a little bit less data. Right. And that's an important part of this whole thing. And that's why, you know, uh, having the supplement strategy will help you navigate. So that way you're not just piling on joint health stuff. The other side of it is that, you know, when you were talking about a supplement strategy, you notice I'm talking about individual things. I'm not talking about a combo joint health pill that has 75 different things and it may have them in there, but it's not the right dose of any of them. So right? a, a combo pack that's got like glucosamine and blobosamine and how do you know what's working and what, what do I know? What's what if it's all got 70 things? in it? How do you know what's working? How do you know which actually helped you? Do you need to keep buying that magic thing? Oh. Right. All right, so now let's move on to the last tier of the supplement strategy. Any supplement that you want just because you're an adult. This is the one that Mark likes the most. I love this one. This is exciting. So here's here's a thought exercise. And we've we've had this thought exercise over the past 15 years when we've been talking about like our approach to this and how do we help people because a lot of the, you know, a lot of marketing is the placebo effect. You know, it's mm-hmm. like the show, you know, you, you go to a restaurant and get wine and then they do the whole dance. Now I'm, I have no idea what I'm doing. I just want to make sure it tastes a little bit like grape juice, I oh. guess. <laughs> so you're like, Oh, sommelier. Yeah. And they're, and they're oh, like, oh, they're like oh, swishing oh, around oh, and I'm, and they're looking at me while, and oh. everybody's looking at you while you're, and I'm and like, you're yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. So I've sniffed yeah. at this. This is excellent. It tastes, what, it tastes, a, what, a, what a great vintage. Yeah. I mean, I drank Southern comfort and Coca-Cola. I mean, you're not, I'm a 17 year old girl, you know? And so, so like, you know, the idea of all that placebo effect, but that's what helps establish it for what it is. So the, and the placebo effect from my, uh, uh, perspective isn't bad. I think the placebo effect is fantastic. Uh, you know, I talk about dogs with their um, their stuff, right? So when when you give a dog a medicine, if you give the dog the medicine and then like love it and hug it and do all that stuff and get it all hyped up, the medicine will be like much more effective. The placebo effect in 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 dogs in particular is very very high. It, does that mean that that was bad? No. What what I don't want with the placebo effect is selling somebody something banking on the placebo effect and not telling them that that's not ethical. Right. And so if it comes to you taking something that makes you feel good, 
Isn't that all that really matters at the end of the day? That's fascinating. So it's it's a little bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy totally. in in that if I change the way I think, which is this is what we're focusing on, folks. So if there's a if there's a like what is this podcast about? This is the mindset pieces of the change of how you think. The, thinking about how you think is what we're doing here. And so thinking about how you think about this stuff is very very important because if you come at this thing from the perspective that you're going to solve all of these issues and you do you're going to be more successful, right? So right. I'm, I'm here saying like, this is not going to work, it's not going to work, it's not going to work, some <laughs> grumpy gust. But I, I'm only saying that to kind of diffuse some of the, the nonsense out there and kind of cut through some of that chaos. What we want to say is, if you take a mindset that you can and will do this, and that was one of the things I yelled at you in the early episodes, like yeah. you, can, you can do this. Yeah. And we believe that you can with the proper tools. All of this is possible with the tools and resources available to you. If you take that mindset and you put that in your brain, you'll be successful. And that's what Neil's saying about this supplement strategy, right? Mm -hmm. It it falls in line. Like this idea that if I'm wagging my tail, I'm going to do better, then start wagging your tail, right? If if wagging your tail and getting excited about this gets you excited and it helps give you that extra benefit for your body, Let's do it. Maybe see a doctor about your tail. I don't know. Well, that's the second problem. So I, yeah, we don't want you floating through life on feel good juice. No. You know, like we, we want you to like actually be doing things that help. Yeah. Right. And so the, the other side to it, like, oh, I can just take this because, you know, if it makes somebody feel better, why can't they just use it? And I say, well, because these things carry risk. The thing that you have to understand is that, you know, the number, I think the Mayo Clinic is the one that did this study. As soon as you hit five, there's like a 97% chance they're all going to interact or one of them is going to interact with the other ones. So as soon as you start adding multiple things to a picture, you then have that dynamic to work with if it wasn't there already. So interactions between you and your body and your foods and your medicines. All of that stuff can be a risk, even if the things you're taking individually are okay. So all of these things carry a risk. So we can't just willy nilly take stuff. We have to and put the strategy in place, make sure we're actually doing something that will impact us. And then sure, at the after later point, then, yeah, if you want to go right ahead, I'm okay with that. So, you know, you know, here's my two cents for get if you're in this tier, right? Prioritize things that have a real impact on your life. Right. So, um, for example, uh, I heard that resveratrol is good for heart health. Okay, Um, that's a a common supplement that I use because it really doesn't help much. And people want it, though, because it's often talked about because it ends up being an expensive high margin product. That's a little behind the scene. Um, But, you know, resveratrol is something I want to take for my heart health. Okay, so if you're doing heart healthy choices in your life with exercise and, and sleeping better and then eating well, and then you're doing your vital five and you're optimizing that and then you're taking things that could potentially help with your medications or your therapies for managing your cholesterol. And now you want to because you have heart problems. That makes sense. But if you don't have heart problems, I don't know if that makes a lot of sense. So the example that I use a lot is uh, lutein. So lutein is a really cool supplement. Uh, it's for eye health and lutein at the right dose and in the right formulation has been shown to help with macular degeneration. That's really all it does. It, it only helps out with macular degeneration. Mark might not have macular degeneration. He may be at risk for it, but he doesn't actively have it. But lutein also can help out with blue light. We're all staring at blue light all day long with these screens. And there's some small studies that say, hey, that could potentially help out. So great. If you want to use lutein for that, I will help you. I'll make sure that you're, you're using lutein. And if you fall into that category of data, great. I'm all for it. But 
I would say omega-3s, very important because that helps out with eye health more than anything. Are you eating salads? Because the micronutrients found in greens and reds and blues are all super eye healthy stuff, right? So I would rather you do the, the, those things first, then you can certainly move to the lutein. If you have eye health risks, if you don't, it doesn't really make a lot of sense for you to then do that. So again, prioritize sorts of things that actually will impact your life, preventative things, right? And then whenever we use any supplement at any part of the supplement strategy, especially here, we want to make sure that we're using the right dose of good quality supplements and we have the proper expectations. You don't just take something for heart health and then do nothing. How long am I using it for and how will I know it's working? Very important questions to be asking yourself. If you apply that filter to this tier, you're going to be better off than just willy-nilly winging it, you know? Sounds amazing. Sounds amazing. All right, let's take another break because that was another good 20-minute stretch. We'll come back. We'll drive her home, baby. So here's the big question that I get all the time. It's like, what supplement should I take? And and it's either what supplement should I take to help with some health concern, like my gut or for sleep or for my joints and not the weed joint, Woodstock, like the actual joints in mm-hmm. your body. Yep. Or what supplement should I take to be the healthiest that I can be? And my answer is always the vital five. That's where we start when we talk about supplements. The five nutrients that almost everyone would benefit from snap crackle pop (laughs) and mitch remember that mitch Mitch. Um, so these supplements are considered vital because we don't get enough from our food even if we have awesome diets Uh, they benefit multiple body systems and they have some of the largest bodies of research when it comes to supplements those vital five are omega-3 probiotics bone support supplements protein and specifically collagen i'm on a real big collagen kick lately my and protein game is huge it's on it's on point oh, yeah. glad to hear that huge and multivitamins that's the five ah, right so some people may already be on one or more of these things but oftentimes they're not the right dose or the form you know they take their fish oil but they're getting one tenth the dose and spending 20 bucks and they're, they're just not doing anything right so i ask people how does your supplement stack stack up get a no spin one-to-one supplement evaluation with the holistic pharmacist me, Dr. Neil Smoller, and in just 15 minutes, we'll create an easy-to-follow, science-backed supplement strategy that works for you. It's simple. You show us what you got. We evaluate those vital five supplements against a strict set of evidence-based standards, and then you get your personalized vital five checkup. Learn about my vital five or schedule yourself a vital five checkup at drneil.co forward slash vital five, drneil.co slash vital five, dr n-e-a-l dot c-o forward slash vital five v-i-t-a-l-f-i-v-e get 50 percent off with the coupon code podcast at drneil.co slash vital five all right so let's Take her home, Marky. We're going to build our own supplement strategy. We're going to put it all together, and we're going to give you the steps for how to make your own supplement strategy with your pile of supplements that you have at, at the house. Make and I think own, make your own Sunday. Make your own Jim uh, oh. Dandy with no nuts. Ooh, no nuts. Yeah, remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a funny joke. Here's, that's for Lukey out there in Lukey <laughs> land. So uh, the first thing that we want to do when we are talking about building a supplement strategy is take stock. 
We've talked about this a bunch. We need an inventory. We need to know where we're starting. So spring cleaning time. Take every single stupid supplement bottle you have in the back of your closet, which I absolutely need to do. The reason I'm saying stupid is because I have so many bottles in I my house. I can't even imagine. It's, it's shoemaker's kid stuff. So oh. when the stuff goes outdated, I can't sell it, but I know that it's going to be fine because I've seen the papers that show that it's fine. You're like my so, grandfather just hoarding old hoarding. pieces of wood that are I like have, beautiful. It's a beautiful piece of wood. I'm eventually going to use it. Right. And so because I recommend high dose omega, I don't sell any low dose omega. So now I take seven, 600 milligram omega pills every day. My wife's like, how are you not throwing Choking up right down now? 7,000 7, individual pills, gigantic double M&M size things, right? So you need a spring cleaning. So you're going to pull them all out out of the closet. You're going to separate them into three big piles, you know, just to kind of get them organized stuff. I actually take stuff. I actually take, but uh, only if I need like allergy stuff or, you know, whatever that is, pain medicines and then stuff I've never taken or is expired. Right. So the expires, just throw out the expired stuff. Put it in the trash. Just, just, th- just it's over. Yeah. <laughs> Walk away. Let go. <laughs> Let it go. You Let hit go. lost. So we're also going to take stock of what are our health concerns. You know, it doesn't make sense for us to build a supplement strategy if we don't know what we're trying to address. So what are the literal things, the, the, the exact things that you want in your health? So we're taking stock of what our health concerns are, what are our actual problems, and then what are our health goals? What is it that we're looking to accomplish? So this stock taking is very important because that's where we're going to start. This is what we have. And this is what we're actually trying to do. The next step is that for us to do what is called a Vital 5 checkup. So what supplements do I currently take that would fit into the Vital 5 category? Are they the right dose, the right form? Are there any duplicates? And this is an important one because micronutrients and multivitamins creep into everything. And I think it's going to be in a future episode where we talk about that, where somebody was looking for a protein powder that had multivitamins in it. And I said, well, if you're going to use the protein powder more than once a day, you're going to be getting multiple, multiple vitamins a day. And you don't want that. That can make you sick. And in fact, one of the biggest things that makes people feel better after they talk to me is simplifying because then they get rid of their B vitamin and their hair, skin, and nail and their multivitamin. That is now all duplicated and we simplify it down to the one and now we don't have too many vitamins in our system, right? And so the second step here, the Vital 5 checkup, going through each of those Vital 5 components, make sure that those are optimized first and foremost. Then the second is the other stuff, right? So what is the supplements that I'm taking that I have no idea that I'm taking them for, right? So let, let's go through those and say, all right, so this is the other supplements, not Vital 5 stuff. Do I even know while I'm, why I'm using these, right? And no am chance. I, am, I, am I taking these to address any specific health concerns? What am I taking for just general health? All of those are signs that we don't know why we're using them. Right. And we're not saying this for to get upset, yep. but, but like, look at the real take stock of what you have. If you're right. just sitting on these things and going, I take it because I don't know. Right. That's not the right reason to be no. taking it. So, again, with the supplement strategy, then with this other stuff, anything that you've identified that actually is relevant, then you keep that and you then write down that I'm taking this for a specific thing. Right. Which that, is very different than just keeping it in your cabinet and taking it because, you know, your mom said you should. Super, super relevant. Very important yeah. thing, right? So then the last piece is like, okay, so I don't know why I'm taking this, but I kind of really want to. And so this next step is really finding a trusted expert that can help you with the supplements that you are taking to make sure you're getting the right dose and the right form and those kinds of things. Because you will need to defer to an expert at some point, And that's just kind of the way it goes. Um, but 
And we know that there's like this amateur hour when it comes to getting advice from people off the internet. We've mm-hmm. talked about this on here, but yep. so there is this pull to like the hive mind, right? Like, hey, hive mind, tell me where to get a good burger. That's right. great because that's a great way to use the hive mind. Using the hive mind for like taking medicine is probably not the best plan. <laughs> and so just, you know, keeping that in mind as we're having these conversations. Right. So we're closing the gap, right? So we're going to mm-hmm. tweak our regimen to meet the target doses to make sure that we have something for the health concerns that actually impact us. Our vital fives all optimized. We've got good justification. So essentially like it's three columns, right? So my supplement list goes in three columns, the vital five, the stuff I take for problems and the stuff I take because I want to, right? And so as long as you get that separation, you're, you're again, you're doing so much better than you were before. So then just taking stock, taking an honest look is going to put you way ahead of the curve. And that's really important here is that we, we start to build our supplement strategy, or at least to have the framework of a strategy. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be better than what the industry wants us to have, which is no plan at all. That's incredible, Neil. And I think some it summarizes it, all of the talking points that we've been trying to kind of hammer home here and right. you're using it with the specific medicine, the specific supplements, the specific what you have in your cabinet. So you can use this not just theoretically or hypothetically, but in a real world. Right. So I think like that's it for today's show. Right. I think we've made a pretty convincing argument and provided people a really good structure, you know, for how to do this. Right. Like it's I think, a framework. Yeah. So. Again, take stock, get an idea of what supplements you actually are using, um, understand if you understand what they're for, um, take note of any health concerns or health goals you may have, and then throw your stuff into three categories, the vital five supplements you take for specific things that are impacting you and things that you take just because you want to, and then go through each of those and with an expert or with, you know, your own diligence, try to make sure that each of those things are optimized. The vital five first, of course, and then the supplements that you take for specific problems and then anything that you take because you're an adult and you want to, and I'm totally cool with that. So anything to add, Mark? I just want to say, spoiler alert, we're going to use the same set of thinking and the same set of skills when we talk about the fitness nutrition pieces. Like this is not going to be the last time you hear this sort of strategy being utilized here. And that's why we're here, folks. So that does it for this week's podcast episode. Please take a few minutes to give us a five-star review because I think we deserve it. We, we earned it. Share this podcast to your social feed. Visit wellnessupsidedown.com for all things podcast. And remember, being our healthiest starts with being honest about ourselves and the health and wellness industry. Then we have to blaze a new path marching forward one step at a time. I'm Dr. Neil Smoller. This is Mark DeSico. And we got your back, guys. Thanks for joining us. 